0: Pickaxe.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
0: Welcome to the Chance and Counts podcast. We've been running board games around the UK for six years now. From hen do's to family reunions, from first dates to breakups, we've learned how to find the perfect game for every situation. And now we want a fresh challenge. Every week, we'll be inviting a guest onto this podcast to put our board game knowledge to the test. They'll come up with armed with an abstract and absurd scenario, and it's up to us to figure out what the situation calls for and recommend a game that totally tiddles their tiddlywink. <laughs> whoever recommendation our guest loves the most will score a point. And at the end of the, each series, whoever has the most points will be crowned the Titan of board games. I am Richard Skarsberg. Uh I run Chance Encounters. I've been there since the very beginning, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely a Charlotte. <laughs> What's a Charlotte? <laughs> from Sex and the City, oh, obviously. of course.
1: The most natural of board game references. <laughs> I, yeah, <absolutely>. I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: pretty, pretty sure I mind go,
2: what board game? <laughs> Miss Scarlet from Cluedo? Is that, yeah. hang on, does that make me Colonel Mustard? I,
0: I definitely see you as a, more of a Samantha, I think.
2: Oh, really? I was thinking Professor Plum. (laughs) 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 So, I'm Ben. I'm with the Yogscast. I do a lot of different things, including streaming and videos, but I love board games and I'm a massive nerd.
1: I'm Dickie Jordan and I'm Reverend Green. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I've been involved with Transcounters for a while now and just enjoy doing it. I love board games and uh, I'm currently in the lead a titan of board games we are
0: indeed yeah oh. having, having scored at that just, crucial point early on
3: yeah it's all about the early game
0: <laughs> yeah we're just gonna be playing uh, catch up the whole time so our guest this evening is rav's welcome
3: hello everybody i'm rav's i stream over at twitch.tv slash rav's underscore a member of the Ozcast. i love board games as well i've been to chance encounters i loved it excellent and you know i've got a real a real tricky scenario for you this week. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see who, who's got the best the best game for me. Exciting. Okay. When you say you've
1: been to Chance Encounters, which one? The one by Christmas Steps. in um, uh, Bristol yeah. mm-hmm.
3: So
0: we had uh, Daphon previously, and uh, he was threatening that he would have table flipped. Uh, did, did we do better than an evening where you were looking at <laughs> oh, yeah. chucking that very heavy table over the floor?
3: I had a very fun time. You know, I got recommended some good games. I got recommended the the one of the ladders. Okay. Catch like, the moon. Catch the moon. Yeah. I really liked that game. Uh, I Possibly played some, even better than Banger. I played some D and D board game. I can't remember. It was like a uh, water deep one or something. Oh, of, of Waterdeep. Deep. Yeah, that was quite fun. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good time. Mm, great. Yeah, uh, def- we've gone from
0: a one star through to a five star. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe right. maybe five go, stars give it a five. I'd give it a five. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. In fact, one of my friends that I had uh, came into my, into, into Charles Encounters, this was early days. It was really important that we got some really nice reviews. And they came in, and by the time they'd left, they'd given me a four star. And I was like, what, what did do you have do? To do? <laughs> exactly, what
2: do I have to do? Have they not seen that episode of Black Mirror, where anything less than a five is a slap in the face? <laughs>
0: exactly. And I, I, was, I was like, you're a good friend of mine, why would you come to a place? I think they come from an academic background where you literally can't attain anything more than like 80%. Oh, right, yeah. And I was like, this is Google. It costs you nothing to give me the extra star. <laughs>
2: What's going on? No, all the other professors would look down on them.
0: They would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, ooh, he's, he's just too, oh, he can't be giving out those extra stars. He's, no. So uh, we we ended up not being friends anymore. <laughs> That's it, it's we're fair. done here. totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, Ravs, your your board game scenario.
3: What have you come up with? Okay, so I don't know if any of you guys have seen the movie A Quiet Place. Mm. It's I'm a movie not. where a monster comes down to the world and it just murders everything. And the only way <laughs> it can find you is by hearing you. And I'm talking like. You do that with a can, yeah. and it's like on the other side of a field, it will come running at you. Okay. So I need a board game that I can play with my family when I'm really bored, mm-hmm. that it's not going to get my whole family murdered by a monster, <laughs> um, you know, but I still want it to be kind of fun. I want to roll base. So, oh, you know, I want tricky. It's going to be a bit of a I, tricky one. I think they
2: actually play Monopoly in that film, but they have like all the pieces replaced with like soft squishy things, you know, there's yeah. no little tin dog or anything like that.
3: Yeah, I can't I remember they what they do for dice. But I don't want to play Monopoly. Nobody wants to no. play Monopoly. <laughs>
2: is that what made you think of it? You were like, this this quiet apocalypse is pretty legit, except for all the Monopoly they
3: <laughs> Exactly. I would get instantly murdered with Monopoly. I'd be so angry. <laughs> right, the table flip. Yeah.
0: I mean, at least with Scrabble, there's a little bit more variety than just rolling a die. You actually have to use your brain at that point. So okay so we've got mm-hmm. the scenario it's mm-hmm. sound is a big component but you've said you wanted to roll some dice are we talking some allowances with uh how loud we can be is there is there a decibel level
3: i don't know the exact decibel of a dice <laughs> you know maybe you maybe i'll have to get like a little pillow and like put it in as my yeah. tray. So we could get okay. like a padded dice yeah. tray right yeah mm-hmm. or maybe i can roll a fuzzy dice or something you know what i mean like Mm, you know?
0: yeah oh, you're yeah. already giving us solutions to this problem this is I, i'm, I'm helping it. you a little bit yeah. but you
3: know it's wanna i want something fun that i'm not going to get really bored of because i'm not going to have many chances to go and get many other board games because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's gonna be real risky and i'll get murdered on <laughs> my way because i'll step on a branch or something so right. you know, i'm, what, I'm yeah. loving that
1: you guys went straight to dice trays because i i didn't know that they were readily available and i was trying to find ways to construct them out of like Washing up sponges. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like construct my own okay. dice tray That's out of like yeah. cocktail sticks and some like scrubbers.
0: If you got the, one of those really, really big ones. You could maybe hollow out the inside, and then that would be a really nice oh, dice tray. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: For, for an apocalyptic event, I suppose. Yeah. Like in a pinch. I <laughs>
1: yeah. don't know. It's it's like it's how much friction is there going to be? Like you just kind of roll the dice, and I'll just stop. Well, like this is a good Are idea. they going to roll?
0: Are they going to be equal? Are we going to have to re Or if they they're unequal mm. enough. Would that be still okay? Like, what's the what's the dice probability? That well, point? I feel like if
2: you're playing this alone every night for years mm. in the apocalypse, you're going to start noticing those tiny little yeah. oh little yeah differences. Like, I feel that's like that's going to lead to arguments, which is going to lead to death. <laughs> I, I don't know.
1: I, I feel like you could, like, time your cheating well. Like, if you've lost a member of the, like, family or community, like, and you just place your die down and just choose a six, And yeah. you know, it's a pretty good excuse for it. Well, I didn't want the monsters to come. Mm. Guess I've got a six.
0: Do you really want me to throw these really hard? I'll throw them out here. I
2: will do it. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: So quickly
0: got to cheating.
2: <laughs> and very dark. Just like, I will murder this family. They're not even pretending not to cheat. Just like brinkmanship of like mutually assured destruction yeah, yeah. I, I, think I mean that's everyone, another part of the
3: challenge though you know because I, we've got to find a game that's not going to infuriate people to get us all killed you mm. know? yeah i mean
1: everyone thinks the apocalypse is going to bring them together but everyone gets ruthless after a while mhm you know? so
0: perhaps a game where people are working together at this point like a cooperative mm. game means that if Maybe you're cheating actually, yeah.
2: you're cheating for the greater good right mm, okay cool. i wonder it depends on your personality type though cuz obviously Cooperative, fairly chill game, but mm. if one person is like dragging the team down, yeah. you know, I've heard, I've done, haven't played much Dota myself, but I've heard, <laughs> I've heard tales
0: of <laughs> friendships person. destroyed. Yeah, yeah. If they're if they're failing on their lane, mm-hmm. they're gone. They're cut from the team.
1: I mean, Raz, how do you how do you feel about
3: cooperative games working together, or do you do you need to win? Okay, so are we talking like co-op two people, or are we talking like team? Because I've been known to be a uh, I really love a good co-op game, but sometimes, you know, the asshole in me comes out and I like to troll. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like to have a little bit of fun with it make people laugh mm-hmm. or cry. Those are, those are my two angles when I play co-op games. So it, you know. So
0: if we're trying to not infuriate people by choosing a co-op game, what you're saying is it doesn't matter what kind of game it is, I'm going to infuriate people.
3: I may I made do, <laughs> but you know it's not my fault if they get mad and the monster kills.
1: them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there there is a thing with cooperative games that might be a, a hurdle here. Okay, Cause most cooperative games involve some kind of communication. Like you've got True. to you've got to talk through your options. I think he you can, of like, just quote. They back
2: whisper
3: it. in the movie a lot. They are like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <ontec> super Super <lively> whisper, isn't it? It's a quiet yeah.
0: not uh. a silent place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, fair.
3: Yeah.
1: If we're going to well, get some kind of, They do a lot of sign language, <laughs> Yeah, they do a lot of
3: sign languages, but maybe we could do like an ASMR board game. You know? <laughs> oh, my old, God. That thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Actually,
2: I was going to recommend Ear Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh.
0: Okay, so um, (laughs)
1: just don't know how to move on from here because that's 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 perfectly reasonable. I think we can all agree
3: that we should
1: move on. It's just a matter of
3: what was your question? Who
0: are we playing with? So did you say family? Well, I said
3: family, but it it could be like whoever you were with. You know, it could be Mm -hmm. like you and four buds, or it could be you and your immediate family, or Mm. you know, or you're just find the survivor group that you don't really know everyone, but you you you're the guy that, uh, that. has some board games in your backpack and, mm-hmm. you know, what, what one should, oh I, my God. should I play so to play?:: get that. You're killed?
2: At, you're at the bus stop when the monsters come and you all manage to, like, find a garage to hide in and you're with the three other random strangers and what just so happens, one of them is like that guy mm. and you're trying to, trying to live your life, you're trying to play board games and he's just dragging the whole thing down. Oh, hey.
3: <laughs> and he keeps wanting to play Frustration with that noisy board. <laughs> <roller. laughs>
0: I was thinking it's more like dodgeball and you're kind of having to pick everybody in a lineup and you're like that guy has a huge bag he's got loads of resources ah. we can definitely get through the Armageddon with that person mm-hmm. gets picked has 12 board games in their bag and they're just like what are we going to do with this
2: <laughs> do you have any survival skills at all <laughs> he's like no yeah
0: i have a board game that's all about survival actually so i really know what i'm doing <laughs> i just need roll a roll of six
2: and we're good we're yeah. out of here we're just going to collect at least three wood <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that'll
2: get our economy booming <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah, I, I can't think of a single board game that's got a useful resource in it. I mean, other than actual cardboard. wooden pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's yeah. a lot of board games that have very dense. So if it's also mm-hmm. based on the the size and shape of this person being picked, then mm-hmm. the, if they were like, "Oh, let's just weigh that," they've got a lot of cans in here. I can hear mm-hmm. the metal rustling around.
1: <laughs> I've seen I've seen games that have got miniatures that are big enough to be used as weapons. I mean oh, yeah. you can see yeah. some of those resin resin miniatures.
2: Yeah, you can play some yeah. Cthulhu Wars, there's a few mallets in there for sure. I feel like
0: in this Armageddon you'd you'd find a lot of unowned Kickstarters as well. They're all all anything that had a miniature has just been overproduced and you'll find them everywhere.
2: Glittering <laughs> the landscape. <laughs> the first thing people ditch. Is exactly. Their triple big box won't fit in the Kallax mega Kickstarter edition. I have six other <laughs> boxes for this thing. Uh, we
0: don't
1: need those. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do feel like, yeah, Calaxes would be pretty pretty useful in the apocalypse, actually. You could mm-hmm. m- pre- create some pretty mm, good doubles
0: walls. Doubles
2: up as a ladder. If nothing yeah, else. Yeah.
0: So, in this specific scenario, mm-hmm. tell, tell me a little bit about who you're actually with. All
3: right. Let's just say that I am with my mum, my dad, and my sister, and my brother. And we are. You know, we've made it out to like a countryside barn to try to get as far away from the city as possible with noise. And we're just holed up there. We've got some supplies, you know, we don't really have to go out for much. Mm-hmm. And all we've got is this backpack of board games that we found off of that dead guy's body.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: Naming their names and looking at no <laughs> one in particular. <laughs> and yeah,
3: it's just nice to be included That's, in, in the there but you know, we can probably whisper a little bit, but if we make too much noise, like a dice roll might, might fluff it for us all, or mm-hmm. we can't play buckaroo, that'll screw us, mm-hmm. frustration too noisy, mm-hmm. um, you know, connect four too noisy, mm-hmm. you know, all the classics, all the classics.
2: Actually, yeah, now that you mention it, like all the like real classic, like pre 90s yeah. board games, yeah. like, they're all, they're all terrible for noise. Mm-hmm. They're all yeah. shouting and clanking and you won't do it all. You can't exactly like sink someone's battleship. In the quiet apocalypse that's oh, the yeah. only nice thing about that game is screaming you sent my battleship
0: absolutely like if you're losing especially you're just gonna be like what can i take out of it? damn you were you with the mirror
1: yeah i do feel like more modern board games are kind of doing more interesting things with communication there's a lot of kind mm-hmm. of restricted communication in games now i think we've mentioned the mind already in one of these episodes but kind of games that are designed to be played with like no communication mm. although that can be almost worse because you've got that moment of like the bad you know you, you play the wrong number in the mind mm. or you, you kind of uh have a game like magic maze where there's a, a do something pawn, and you've got to try and mm. get someone to do something and the frustration of not communicating can sometimes be worse than like yeah. the the outburst that comes when someone does something wrong in a cooperative game
0: the passive aggressiveness uh, so magic mm. maze is this game where you're unable to communicate again and you're trying mm. to kind of do something in real time and there's just this one pawn is the only form of communication where you, mm. you give it to someone and then they're just there being like, it's like the remember all in uh, Harry Potter. It's like, I know I've forgotten something, but I don't know what I've forgotten. Mm. It's that same thing.
1: Richard's been very kind. He said, you give it to them. What actually happens is you slam it on the table as hard as you can, often repeatedly, <laughs> until they do the thing that you want them to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> just
2: a brute force trial and error approach. Yeah, no,
1: it. But that's all you've got. You know, I think like, I think maybe something with whispering is almost better than something where you're in a quiet also, can I just say I feel very attacked because in a previous episode we did establish that I'm always the first to die in any scenario and I always do have a bag full of <laughs> <Okay>. audience. <laughs> like, this is, oh no. Oh no. I thought <laughs> you looked familiar. <laughs> so how much help I'm gonna be? I'm just gonna leave a note in the backpack, you know, mm-hmm. pre- pre- preempt it.
2: Maybe your <laughs> sacrifice can keep that family together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to do that for
0: you. <laughs> so this, is a, this is a game that you're going to be playing presumably a few times because you, you don't have that many opportunities to go out. Mm-hmm. Is, there an, is there anything that you've played that you're like instantly, I don't want to play that ever again or, or a similar genre? Uh,
3: okay, it's going to be a controversial answer. Love it. Fair. Yeah, because sure. people love this game mm-hmm. and I don't. Wingspan. Ooh, I don't yeah. like Wingspan. Fair I don't enough. care enough about birds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care enough about birds. I understand it's a fun gameplay loop, but mm-hmm. I don't care enough about birds. Make Wingspan about literally anything else. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to play that again and again. I yeah. think okay. I would just immediately shout, Fuck birds! <laughs> and then get killed. <laughs> See, I, I choose
2: mastery death <laughs> over playing Wingspan again. Yeah, Respect
1: that. Uh, I'm the opposite side of that coin. I, I love... um. I'm I'm uh, for my sins a closeted birdwatcher. Uh, and it was then I love tableau building games and it was the perfect game for me when it came out but mm-hmm. um, what what is it that you don't specifically like just the it theme the birds
3: the- <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's the theme. no I like, I like birds but you know it's a whole game about bird facts I was just like come on
1: yeah the fact the, va- the facts at the bottom are a bit much yeah the, like it's just like, the
3: theme I think it was the theme it was about literally anything else I think it'd be a great some, game
1: someone got really excited to play it with me the other day and they got out this app on their phone to mm. play Wingspan with I thought it was going to do scoring or whatever. Hmm. No, you just hold it over one of the cards like it's a, a QR code, hmm. and it just it, it whistles the sound of that bird. <laughs> oh my god! And I was wow. like, that was too much uh, even for me. Like, my... and, and the worst thing for this scenario actually as well. <laughs> it's yeah, even worse. It's
3: really <laughs> no worst.
0: That's how you do it. Is that, oh is, you get that out just to prove everyone.
1: And you're like, I, hey, you
0: want to see all this noise?
3: I think I've got an example of a good board game for the scenario that I'd be looking for. But if I see mm. it, none of you can then recommend it to me, obviously. Oh. Oh, you know, I kind of like
1: this challenge, I,
2: uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe okay. drop it at the end once we've all... Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, all right. I, I quite like that. Like, this is almost like, this is what you could have suggested. This, you would have won yeah. if you said this. Already
3: <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> I actually played this game yesterday. I played a couple of board games over the weekend, and I'm like, I want to play more of this game right now, and I think this would be perfect if I can mute my dice rolls. <laughs> right. Okay. Mm.
0: Cool. Is there any other things that you enjoy of a of a board game? So you've mentioned... Well, What, what do you play normally, then? without naming um, apparently this particular
3: ball <laughs> game well i've played a bit of brass birmingham okay as of late uh played a really fun one called rapido uh which is kind of fun it's like a little clay game that you split it into two teams and you get an equal ball of clay then it's like you draw cards and you gotta like make the shape and oh, okay. uh, it's, it's like pictionary but Pictionary with, with someone with some dough. <laughs> and if you lose you take a little cup of the other team's dough until there's nothing left. oh that's a fun it's catch-up a fun mechanic it's a fun little game yeah, you got more to work um, with what else have i played i played code names i love code names mm-hmm. um uh oh, there's another really good i love uh gloomhaven gloomhaven mm. was great um you know all the classics obviously except monopoly Fuck monopoly <laughs> um, <laughs> you know twister twister's great but not for this scenario <laughs> um you know uh I'm, I'm trying very hard not to say the game no, <laughs> it
0: sounds, it sounds yeah. like you
3: have a really wide and varied
0: taste then like yeah yes. I there's a
1: big big range there yeah, yeah. i like it i like it a little bit of a little bit of everything mm. lots of options that's good
0: yeah um so we've got generally we're talking five five people mm-hmm. um mm.
1: Can I ask how old are the brother and sister as well? Are we looking for like accessible games? So, if
3: it's my brother, he's like 37, and my sister is like 26. Okay, so it doesn't have to be kids' games. It doesn't doesn't have to to be no.
1: Okay, no. Sometimes they're good.
0: Fair enough. So, five people. Um, Do you have any time? Is there a point at which your concentration starts lapsing? Are you like, anything over an hour is annoying? I mean, you're playing Bloomhaven, so that sounds like. That's not
3: an issue. Ah, that feels like it feels like a D and D campaign. So I'm like so enveloped in it. Yeah, mm. but I think if it was like a three hour game about birds, I would <laughs> probably go insane. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so okay. the right game you could play for a little bit longer. Yeah, the right Ooh. game I could play for longer. Yeah. Uh, I think any game that's got like an hour play loop is a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, I think it's a good play time for a game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be playing like Twilight Imperium, mm-hmm. you know, for 11 hours mm-hmm. or This has somehow come up like, in every
2: episode but- <laughs> of as the example of a yeah. game that goes on forever. But
1: also, yeah. that's a long time to be off your guard when there are literally monsters stalking you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's you can't get something you can't have something yeah. you're too engrossed in surely because then like sure. that's what that's when they get
2: you yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so are there any themes that you prefer in board games?
3: I like like a uh, exploration
2: game. Mm, okay. But Any like settings or like?
3: Uh, I like like a fantasy. I usually prefer like a D and D fantasy type setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I prefer that over sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm fine with like, you know, like the game of life or things like that. You know, just just like modern fun board games. Mm. Those are, those are the kind of themes I like.
4: Cool.
1: That's that's a good answer. I had I asked someone in the cafe
3: once a couple of years ago. and They just went,
1: yeah, you got a game about lasers. <laughs> it's like suddenly, a uh, seven-player game for about uh, lasers. Yeah. Anything with lasers? There's
2: nothing with lasers. There's Absolutely nothing. <laughs> there so, must be something. We got to think outside the box. Yeah, yeah. I can't but think of anything else to am Sure, there's something. No,
1: there's, there's loads of games out. about lasers, but it's just the seven-player thing through yes. me. You know, yeah. you get to that many people, and it's suddenly, uh, you know,
2: yeah. Once you go over like four, five, or six, let your options dwindle massively. Oh, mm. big, big time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, looking for a, a five-player game, essentially. Yeah, it's yeah. a five-player,
0: and you'd like it to be not about Armageddon, presumably, because if you're if you're going to be in in that
3: situation, like I want to get away from all of that, mm. I'm not too fussed about that myself. I don't know about <laughs> the other people, but I'm, you know, I I roll with the punches, you know, yeah. you know, I might learn something, okay. but it doesn't need to necessarily be I cover any theme. Nice. nice. Okay. Hmm. If you guys are still thinking, I just thought it'd be worth.
2: Doing an honourable mention, you mentioned it earlier, but we didn't get into it of the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not gonna suggest it now because it's already come up a couple of times, but it's certainly yeah. I think people at home who have played the mind will be screaming into their podcast devices. Why is no one mentioning the mind? <laughs> so it's a game where you um cooperative game where you effectively have to like play every card in order. So everyone's got a handful of numbers. Um and you're not allowed to communicate at all. Completely silent game. And you have to, through just waiting. Okay, maybe there's a three on the table, and I've got a 10. So, And these numbers go up to 100. So I'm pretty close to three, but there's probably someone with a number lower than 10 out there, and I have to wait, and then I have to judge how long. Okay, no one's put anything down for a little while yet. Okay, I'm gonna put my 10 down, and then someone else is immediately in there with like an 11. Um, It's a great game, but I think that the, the co-op element of it, um, the frustration of when someone go- jumps the gun and goes too soon, or too late mm. would lead to so many arguments and just <laughs> immediately get you all killed.
3: You just, I can see myself getting very angry if I'm holding like a 15 mm-hmm. and the last cards a 14, someone just puts down a 16. I think I would punch the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After enough rounds of it, yeah. I think I would go insane. Yeah. It sounds fun though. Like. Although
1: the, the idea of people arguing in sign language, I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it is lovely to see. Because like seeing the passion of an argument through like movement of fingers is just it's it's brilliant. And you get a real sense of like what they're saying, even though I, I have I don't do I don't know sign language, but you mm. get a real kind of sense of, of kind of what they're saying. It's like hearing the emotion
2: comes through just through the word yeah, exactly. articulating.
1: Yeah. Like one of the hardest teachers I ever had to do was uh was people who were deaf at the at the cafe, mm. and they um, they had one guy who could could, who could hear. So I was explaining the game to him, and he was then passing that information on apart from two of the ladies at the table, clearly hadn't seen each other in ages, and were just more (laughs) interested in having a conversation with each other. And he was desperately trying to get them to look at him so he could explain the game. He was just there, kind of waiting for it to happen. I was like, I'm going to go and get your drinks, and I'll come back when you guys are ready. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, the mind's fantastic, and it is designed to be played in silence, but. Yeah, it's it's one of these things that release of stress from the mind is is almost the most noisy thing. I think you know, mm. I've made horrendous noises when <laughs> when someone's played a seventy three or something. But yeah, I think something like that though. Like you you know, with the um with the kind of um I think something like that though, where you've got mm. the sense of of calm, maybe. Um, I actually maybe have a recommendation if
0: we're ready mm. to go there. Well, I'm just intrigued a little bit. We've talked about what RAVS likes, but your family is—is is it totally? Do you get your interests from them, or are you a little bit of a like? How's it? How's it no, work? I don't
3: really gauge. I don't really know what their um, board game preferences are. I know that I've played Monopoly with them. and My mom and dad cheat with the bank. I <laughs> know that much, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, I don't really know what board games they're really into so mm. I'd, I'd probably be the one that's you know taking this bloody backpack opening <laughs> it up and trying to pick out the right one right you know so they'll
0: be blaming you for for not having those resources that they yeah. really needed
3: yeah sorry i don't have monopoly when actually i just threw it out of the bag when I it <laughs> it. um
0: <laughs> nice
3: so okay. you know I, I i think they'll play anything if you teach them the rules though so. Yeah, I
1: mean, there's very little choice at this point. Exactly. It's, you know, either play the game or go outside. Exactly. <laughs> Take your Pretty chances. Yeah,
3: yeah, Pretty much.
1: That's what we like. How are we going to get people to play games with us? It's blackmail. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates
0: down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Okay, I, I've got one ready to go. Sure, well. if, I'm, if I can jump in here. Mm-hmm. So, we've mentioned the mind already. I have a game that's kind of similar, but kind of advances those ideas a little mm. bit. Um, I think it's a nice, calm game. It'll, it'll have that risk element and the kind of chance, but maybe with uh, a bit of the kind of edge taken off. It's a game called Tranquility. So it comes in this little tiny box, so very portable, um, fits in a backpack great, um, but it's, it's fantastic. It's kind of a similar idea to the mind. You're trying to play numbers in order, but you're playing them flat on the table in a grid. Mm-hmm. Um, if you play a number, it doesn't matter what order you play them in, as long as you place them in order. And if you place a number next to another number, you have to discard the difference between the two numbers from your hand. So if you play a six next to an eleven, you're Discarding five cards, mm. which is awful. I've just realised you can only discard a maximum of four cards, so I'm already leading <laughs> you astray. <laughs> but um, that's kind of the joy of it. You you mm. you've got kind of eighty spaces and a hundred numbers, so you throw away four cards, and that's cutting off your mm. options in in a big way. So like, I've I've I'm I'm asking you to roll the metaphorical dice here. You know, you a bit of chance because you've got to throw away numbers to win the game. But it's throwing away the right numbers at the right time. Um, it's super accessible for, for kind of families to learn as well, which is really good. Um, and it's, yeah, limited communication. So you no, take it in no, turns, going around the table. You take to it place. in turns, but you're not allowed to discuss your strategy okay. at all. You're not allowed to talk about what cards you've got in hand. There's uh, the 80 spaces where you've got to put the numbers in, in order, and then you've got to have a start and a finish card to win the game. Now, the start card, when you put that down, that is your only form of communication around the table, you've got to discard eight cards between you. And so you can then kind of talk about what you're going to discard. Mm-hmm. But really the joy of it comes from being like, no, I want to keep these. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to get rid of these. You get rid of these. So I think that, that those could be kind of nice things, but you can still kind of hold up the cards in silence and be like, oh, I'm going to keep them. Shake your fist at the, uh, at the kind of other members. But yeah, um, plays in about half an hour. Mm-hmm. So I think a good, a, good time, a good amount of time. You know, it's turn-based, so you can have other players keep watch while you're taking your turn. Um, but yeah, I think as a, as a nice kind of uh, juxtaposition to the apocalypse, a bit of tranquility <laughs> maybe is the way to go.
0: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Cool. Okay. Okay. I like the sound of that one. I like the sound of that one. It's, it's a strong runner already. Mm. Yeah, it's a good pick. I hadn't heard of that one.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's a local, local kind of UK designer. Um, But they're, I think, Board Game Hub is the designer. But it's this gorgeous kind of square box, and it comes with a lot of um, comes with the expansions already in the box. So you've got a base game, and then once you get really good at it,
3: there's more numbers. There's there's
1: more. um, Well, actually, cards that you can like create like sea storms, and you've got krakens and stuff that you can kind of add in. So I think like, it's got that learning curve, mm-hmm. a nice simple game to ease them in and kind of calm yeah. them down. And then you can add the kind of danger when you're a bit more comfortable and you've got all your kind of barricades set up, you know? Mm. <laughs> I like it, I like
3: it. Ooh.
2: Okay, I'm gonna suggest um, a favorite of mine. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a perfect fit or not, but it's just really good. Um, it's a game called Spirit Island, where you, it's a cooperative game, where you work together as um, the spirits in like a fantasy uh, Pacific Island. And the um, European style colonist invaders are coming to like set up towns and cities and mines and exploit the beautiful paradise. And you have to use your um, sort of magical nature spirits and the local indigenous population to like scare them off. So there's obviously there's a tipping point where if the invaders get too far and they spread and exploit the land too much, your spirits shrivel and die and it's game over. Um, and you've just got to raise this fear level to the point where it's, it's more effort than it's worth and they, all the colonists leave and go home. Um, it's, the reason I'm suggesting it is because of the replayability. Like, it's one of the games I've played a lot because it has, um, although it's a cooperative game, um, my, one of my personal issues with cooperative games is, there's just two main problems. One is they're quite often, once you get used to them, they're quite easy and it's hard to replay them once you know the game. And the other problem is one person who knows the game best just tells everyone else what to do but i feel like spirit island doesn't have those two problems because the game is there's so much going on in the game you kind of have to focus on what you're doing and not tell everyone else what to do in their turns because there's too much to consider at once so you, that's why it would work quite well in a silent atmosphere because suddenly you can't even coordinate you have to just mm-hmm. play together and try and work, make it work but the game also has a, a steadily upgradable difficulty curve so you can um, add in new antagonists you can There's like five different um, types of invaders of varying difficulty and each one of those has eight difficulty steps built in as well so you can just continuously crank the game up as you get more and more used to it and keep that challenge rolling. Um, And yeah, if everyone gets into it, it's really fun to try and beat that challenge.
3: It sounds really fun. It sounds like I'm going to have to spend forever whispering the instructions to my family. (laughs) That is a problem, actually, teaching the game. Yeah, I'm going to have to be like ASMR and like, you have to go to the island. <laughs> yeah. You know, holding up this big map of instructions. You know? Yeah, you're
2: going to have to get everyone under that waterfall in the movie with the book.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Give them all the lesson. Exactly. Because
2: <laughs> it's a it's fairly complex game. It's, yeah. it's not something you can teach with pictures and pointing, for sure.
3: Okay, but it does sound like a fun game. It does sound very replayable. That's mm. why I like it. I like it.
2: So
0: my recommendation is trying to take you a little bit off-world. You've had too much of the the monster, and I would like the idea that your family can try and get away now this game is it's called terraforming mars and the reason that i'm recommending it is because it doesn't really really use a lot of communication there is very little between people so once you've got the rules down it's pretty good it has multiple players so it can go up to five players and it can also go down to two players which basically means that if there's someone that doesn't want to play that's not a problem and it doesn't destroy the game it has a from from my perspective it has uh quite a good Amount of uh, replayability, the 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 you can play it many times. I've got some of the expansions myself, and I I really enjoy playing it. That's actually the one that's the the go to for me and my partner. Um, It's not trying to. It doesn't focus on this whole monster situation because I'm basically saying like. It doesn't have the whole, oh, you screwed me up. So it doesn't have the expletives that are going to come out. And so you're not going to be bringing everyone over. Uh, It's got this kind of natural progression and engine building that I quite like. Now, I know Terraforming Mars can be a kind of love-hate relationship. Like Lots of people have heard of it. It was about five years ago. So it might be that you've already come across this and you're like, actually, you know what? I don't like it. And other people will be like, I've played it. I really, really loved it. And, and unfortunately, I'm. Why that Unfortunately, fortunately, I'm in the. I really, <laughs> really love it. So it's this great idea of trying to uh, in, take Mars and trying to create it, such as inhabitable by humans. And so you're going to be playing a variety of cards, which are contracts. It's basically corporation on on Mars, and you're be playing those down. And whoever ends the game when everything is terraformed with the most points wins and you can do that in multiple different ways you can do it via the actual terraforming contracts you can just be doing loads of other things instead maybe you're playing cards maybe you've got little animals that you you keep turning every every turn so there's a whole lot of exploration in it and to be fair whilst it's a dense box it's not the biggest it's much smaller than gloomhaven as well (laughs) so it's definitely something you can carry around when you have to move from shed to shed Mm -hmm. it'll be okay you can stick that one in the backpack
1: Um, it's a great game i have a question oh no no how how do you feel about the art
0: (laughs) by necessity terraforming mars has some pretty naff art Mm. by they well, i'm never... guessing
3: it's just a ton of red sand <laughs> 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 no so basically they
0: used uh free for copyright just with a tr- attribution um art and some of them mm. are like on point they're fine
2: quality is very
3: variable it is it very very <laughs> ah.
0: <laughs> so it's... you'll definitely get somewhere it's just like this doesn't make a whole lot of sense so you might yeah. get
3: like a beautiful like chicken that's been drawn massively crafted and then like you get like a Shutterstock stock image of a sheep. Exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah, just a picture okay.
2: of someone's baby.
3: Oh, yeah. okay. Like mm-hmm. Next to a
2: beautifully hand-drawn solar panel wind farm situation.
1: Although I, I was looking at it the other day because I was trying to decide whether the art put me off too much because I love the game, <laughs> but I, I was having a conversation about mm. the best game with the worst art. Sure. And it came up. Yeah. Mm. But I then saw one of the cards, which I think is just the word, in it's the card is Innovations, mm-hmm. and it is just the same guy in four different positions. <laughs> Just as a team meeting, he's just right. he's just been photoshopped into a team yeah. meeting like four different times, <laughs> just like I kind of love that. Like it, there's there's a real line on bad art where it becomes like crosses over from bad into shonky, mm-hmm. and like shonky is my sweet point. I think that's nice. great.
0: It's endearing like, at that point.
2: Yeah,
1: it? I also think yeah,
0: like when
2: for t- one of the best-selling board games of all time, you would hope that they could have sprung <laughs> some decent art. There
0: is it's a sizable deck. We have about four decks
1: of this size. <laughs> You know one day we're going to get a second edition that's just going to be absolutely stunning. Yeah, or, uh, you'd uh, hope. I'd, well, that
0: I mean... it hundreds of thousands of pounds in art though. Yeah, Think about yeah. the Kickstarter,
2: they could make a killing on Well,
0: it. they've already done a Kickstarter. You would have thought it was at that point oh we would be like, hey, yeah, let's did. get some new art going. <laughs> yeah. They've got yeah. some like delightful mm. terrain pieces and it's so mm. a big box, but...
1: Yeah, I, f- I feel like maybe they they feel like the shonky sweet spot is is there too. But like, I quite like the idea that in the apocalypse, you just have loads of time to just like make it pretty. Yeah, just redesign the cars. Customize it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I like, like it. that, that is the, the that is the, the only time. Oh
0: no! While we're
2: at improving <laughs>
0: Specifically. So what rules, I just I had see, to
3: get thought, it in there I've be <laughs> careful at the start though. Because as I'm playing this for the first time, you know, I might look at the beautiful lamppost, the beautiful chicken, and then mm. I see like a JPEG horrible, bored <laughs> picture of a baby I might laugh <laughs>
2: <laughs> I might laugh Oh god, oh that's god. a whole new level the, of jeopardy the, Yeah, the yeah. Uh, stock photo minefield you so into here.
3: I have actually heard of this game um, A bunch of my friends all played it together on Discord and they were trying mm-hmm. to get me on it and Lewis himself just straight up says Ravs wouldn't want to play this game Oh <laughs> wow, no, why was that? I don't know, I don't know anything Point about the game It l- sounds fun to me, but Lewis just said Raz would want to play this game. I, I was like, oh, okay, Lewis, I guess, I guess I'll just not play it. Lewis
2: and I feel the same way about Terraforming Mars. So, least, well, very similarly, at any rate. So, I feel like I can, we've talked about it a lot. So, I can probably say what Lewis's issue is. Mm-hmm. Um, we both played it a lot and we both really liked it the first like four or five times we played it. Mm-hmm. But then, the more we played it, the more we started to dislike it to the point where we played it and then just like really hated it and we'll never play it again. Oh. Um, and no offense, yeah. You know, if you love Terraforming Lamar's, keep loving it. Like offense it's fans taken. It, <laughs> yeah, and there's lots of people out there who love it, and it's great. You know, it's a ninja builder, it's set in space, brilliant. Enjoy it. But uh, I get too personally frustrated by the um vast discrepancy in like power level of these like project cards. You get mm-hmm. dealt these cards, some of them are amazing, and some of them are literally not worth playing. Yeah. Um and I get frustrated when, because you, you start the game with like 10 to pick from, and then every turn you draw three more. And I just personally get frustrated where if I don't get a decent one in that 10, and then my first two or three turns, I don't get any good ones either. Then the game's just kind of, I'm, I'm making the best of a bad situation here. I know mm-hmm. I can't win. And I wish, I, all, I, all that game needs to be improved, in my opinion, is some kind of um, building you can build or resources you can spend to draw more cards. And then I'd be well on board with it. Um, but sometimes one in five games, you're just like looking at your starting projects and your, your company you represent and you just feel like I'm done. Like I've already lost before I can get started. I
1: do feel like this is a problem. Like most tableau building games is someone who loves tableau building games. I think a lot of these have problems, especially when you get to the size of like deck. There's a huge deck, mm. and that's you know the same in wingspan, the same in uh, race for the galaxy. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like it's it it is where the luck comes from, I guess. Mm. You know, you've got I kind of. Oh God, I feel bad saying these words in the apocalypse, but adapt and survive, kind of thing. You know, like <laughs> it, it is very much you kind of overcome what's thrown at you. Mm. But it can feel like when someone else hasn't had that, and they've had a great draw in the first couple of turns, it can feel like you're playing your own game rather than playing them. Mm. But yeah, well, that's why, where
2: I've come to enjoy Wingspan more because we keep we've got a book full of all our results and I am just trying to get better than I usually do rather nice. than play against other people at the table because mm. if someone's getting that um what's it called um the American Raven yeah it's to get really True. nerdy for a moment yeah
1: some of them
0: are- that
2: card is massively overpowered uh, I yeah, mean I took it out of the deck <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how broken <laughs> it is we literally will not play with it in the deck
2: <laughs> fair enough because
0: it's so good so for yeah. reference I oh, mean it goes into a little bit of noodles but it's yeah. like you can do one thing with this crow that's far more powerful than investing quite a lot of resources into mm. any of the other things it just yeah. it's it, so powerful if you start it,
2: with a corvid bird in your starting hand you will never play a woodland bird and you will just get a million eggs and win your game
1: it does feel like everyone else is playing with sparrows and you're playing with odin's ravens <laughs> like it's, it's lovely but straight up it's OP. great <laughs> i think yeah. um i mean I think you were being a bit misleading about terraforming Mars, though, because like you were saying, it's a nice, friendly game where you're not kind of going to get each other at all. the The feeling when someone crashes a comet in to the planet and you're not ready for it <laughs> is horrifying. It is like someone playing a seventy three in the first three seconds of the mind. It is. It is just crushing that your strategy goes out the the window the worst
2: part of someone dropping a comment on you is that they have spent so many resources that don't benefit them and only punish you and it feels like you're you're dragging us both down you fool (laughs) someone else is running away with the game
0: (laughs) that's fair i i I still i mean so i play a two player with my partner and Mm -hmm. there is definitely like a meta that we have and it's always interesting to know whether or not Mm -hmm. other people Abide by the same are they having the same experience. Mm. But it's a it's a something that we enjoy because you can get that engine going and it's quite nice where some games finish before you get to complete an engine or you know you mm. get that satisfied feeling. Terraforming Mars ends at the point in which you've just sorted it out and it has it's taken over. Mm. For a two-player game, for five-player, it doesn't necessarily feel that way. No. It becomes much more scrappy point yeah. for point. Mm-hmm. Um that said. You know, I, I still think it's an interesting game. Mm. When you say, you know, there is a wild variety in contracts and, like, the cards that you can draw, and, and mm. it makes it makes sense. And, you know, that, as but a th-
2: seasoned board game, I make like... Also, I have only played it in four and five players, which is a very... I imagine yeah. in a two-player situation, there's much less chance of someone getting amazing cards, and it mm. probably comes up way less often.
0: But it means that you can... Not that you can balance. You know, if we're going to have to sell this game really hard, <laughs> what I would say is that if you're a seasoned board gamer then mm. you're playing with other people there's a bit of variety in what you're drawing which means that they can actually be competitive even if they don't necessarily know the game i mean mm. you're going to be playing it 10 times let's say and they're going to get the game at the end but at least at the very beginning they don't feel like you're just going to run away with it because there is a little bit of variety in it mm. yeah. that can be important yeah
1: like i do love especially in kind of the way that the board game kind of industry is, it's churn and burn at the minute. I love it mm. when you've played a game enough to get to that meta. It's that's a true. really nice feeling. I think that's the thing I like about this scenario you've come up with Ravs, that like, you know, there's going to be one game that you're playing a lot.
2: Mm. Which is, admit, it's rare that I get to play a game more than two or three times before I want to try a new game. There's always a new, exciting game to, to try out.
0: I mean, yeah. that's the problem that you wouldn't have in the apocalypse because no one's bringing out board games. <laughs> unless Ravs exactly. is there being true. like, Hey, look at my terraforming Mars that I've like, <laughs> repainted. Yes. This is the new board game, guys. Who wants to buy it? three
2: Pepsis? There's no birds in it. Yeah. <laughs> guarantee. I mean, yeah, just,
1: yeah, this is another worry like snacks because snacks and a board game night like, are a big component yeah. of my evening. But like, I feel like f- especially for long games like Spirit Island, and terraforming Mars, mm. you're going to have to try and consider this really carefully. Like it's like marshmallows and candy floss are at a premium. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like one of the silent. Yeah. 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 Like, maybe just a, a really bland bao bun. That's, that's all I can think of that's silent. Like, what? Mm. all the other snacks are crunchy, you know? You'd mm. like,
2: have to invent a new kind of apocalypse snack. Mm-hmm. Whereas
1: with a game like Tranquility, it's kind of 30 <laughs> minutes, you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> no have No need for snacking. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what are you thinking? Oh, it's a toss-up. It's to a toss up. I'm wondering how replayable Tranquility is and how quick we might get bored of it. Well, this
1: is where the expansions kind of come in. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Why are you I, trading for those? But, but I also... Come- <laughs> 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 um, but they're, a big backpack.
1: <laughs> they're also kind of... It's, it's nice because you kind of have the... It's so different each time. I think, like, I agree with you, there is a little bit of an issue. But with a with a quick game, I think that's less of a problem. Whereas if you're playing a game for like three hours, I think, you know, there's a there's a lot of, you know, problems with solitaire, but people still play it a lot, you know, it's it's one of these things where a quick game replayability.
0: Solitaire. I mean, everyone replays that. Everybody knows what's going on. that you to be applied? For I, was every... just, I was
1: just trying to think of a classic card game. <laughs> <laughs> the churn and burn
3: is real, guys. I couldn't yeah. think of anything classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Spirit Island mm, seems complicated, it, but it, it sounds is. fun, and I value replayability a lot. Mm. So. But how complicated is it? How long is it going to take me to teach them? How long have we got to go Depends, up to the waterfall? If for? they're
2: not, if they're not super board gamers, it is going to take a while. Like, and
3: I'm, I'm pretty dumb too. You know, like <laughs> reading these rules, am I going to get confused? I'd say it's like, am I opening a box that's got a million pieces and tokens? Or yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot okay. of bits, mm-hmm. but it's no more complicated than say, like a, mm-hmm. like a Magic the Gathering card game, which is. I, it's not like it at all, but for some reason it feels similar because you're spending mana to cast spells on the board. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, the only similarity. I mean, but it,
0: This is another good point that you raise here, though. Like, in this apocalyptic world, is, mm. is the internet still a thing? Because do we actually have to worry about rule books? Because
3: some of those rule books mm. are absolutely atrocious. Mm. That's true. Sometimes you've got to yeah. look it up on Google because they, yeah. they just didn't put it in the rules. Yeah. This, this is
1: not somewhere where we're going to be able to go for a YouTube tutorial yeah yeah, that is, good
3: point. yeah you know um, i think
0: i think terraforming mars is respectfully <laughs> okay when it comes to rule books you i can, do you like the idea
3: of being in the apocalypse turning a dusty red sandy shithole into a nice beautiful green lush watery yeah i think i think there's a nice big uh, <laughs> world you know yeah
1: i think there's a nice thing with um spirit island as well because you're literally repelling invaders yeah it's, it's kind Maybe of a it's nice too element. On the nose yeah <laughs> also is I'm just wondering, is there any dice in Spirit Island? No, no, it's all cards. So we've so recommended three games that have no dice in there.
0: means We definitely know it's not Rams' chosen one.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. Good point. Do you guys want to know my magic yeah, chosen what, what, one what? before I pick a winner? Go Could for we it, please.
0: <laughs> is this the reveal? Okay. This is what you're so absolute
3: perfect game, but I would have, we would have to find a way to silently roll the dice, okay. would be Betrayal. <gasps> oh, because it has so much variety, mm. and I feel like You could probably get away with whispering your way through that game. Oh, okay. And I was gonna just add like, like a couple nice nice, of like the ambience. Exploration yeah. game you can mm. play kind of quietly if you're careful, mm-hmm. you know, and we put okay. a little bit of cotton on the bottom of the tokens so that they're, <laughs> oh, nice. they're muted.
2: I had some sort of story based games in mind, but then I thought, because oh, you don't want Bring little stories mm. to each mm. You don't want to be yeah, reading Yeah, digital. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. So Betrayal Versus. Betrayal I played it yesterday. I love that game. Maybe mm. my favorite board game. Um The only yeah. thing
1: the only thing I'd worry about. Um so I'm I'm playing through a campaign of betrayal legacy at the minute. So mm-hmm. kind of betrayal but taken to dig Take into new places. We, yeah. yeah. Um but we play we were playing with a soundtrack. Uh, oh, kind of yeah, generic horror soundtrack from <laughs> yeah. you know yeah we were
3: doing that whichever whichever
1: music streaming device you, <laughs> you use mm-hmm. um but yeah there was at one point where a cat just meowed in the background really <laughs> really strangely <laughs> and we all just lost our minds <laughs> and i do worry about like playing something so like intensely uh mm-hmm. kind of where you you feel it really strongly yeah and then you hear a, a crack in the background and I no, know, maybe, yourself. maybe like <laughs> yeah. you know, you When you're say, living
2: in a horror scenario yeah. Maybe you're making your own horror scenarios Is, <laughs> is not the
1: one Yeah, true, true yeah. Mind you, if you stay tense, you ain't got to get tense Like, you well,
0: know That's true, <laughs> yeah. that's true in, So there's a betrayal at House on the Hill And there's mm. also a betrayal at Baldur's Gate Which is the D&D theme one Yeah, sadly mm. I've
3: not played that one yet I know, mm. uh, I, know I love D&D stuff I've not played that one, I'm dying to play it mm. Ah, yeah. it's, very, well, it's almost the same game With just different art and Yeah
0: I mean it's a it's another fifty scenarios. That's, exactly. That's kind of what betrayal is uh you say replayability, you've got you've got fifty times in which you can kind of play a betrayal game. And then you go back. I suppose you then get the the traitors and different have you ever mm-hmm. played a, a haunt more than once?
3: I've played the alien one twice. Okay. Uh, well, but I it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Because mm. one, I was a survivor when I was the monster. So oh, that helps. Mm. So it's yeah. almost like you've got a hundred because you'll get different mm. perspectives. Yeah.
2: Mm. And to be honest, once you've done 50, you're not going to remember them all. I mean, exactly. the
1: other thing is the expansion is very, very good because okay. it's it's not adding anything. It's just new scenarios. Yeah. But that is called, I think it's called Widow's Walk, yeah. but it's more modern scenarios. So like, okay. you know, involving kind of modern tech and that kind of thing. So it's a bit more, a bit more real, I mm. guess, but it's it's meant to be very, very good.
0: I think they're also bringing out the third edition soon enough. Nice. Um, So you might get. I think it's all again new scenarios and then upgraded components and everything else. Uh, With betrayal, the Mm. thing that we found in the cafe was that they had these little clasps that you'd put on, and they would just destroy the cardboard. Yeah, I don't. I I, I wish it was a slider or something instead.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the early days of the cafe, it it got played an awful lot. Probably more than it is now, and there was always, always on a shift, some guy just wandering around with the traitor's time Yes. Just just a, a loose player in the cafe. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have to go away and the where did they go? It's down to the yeah. bar. Hi,
0: can we help you? No, I'm just a traitor. Don't worry, don't mind me. Just off to try and kill some people. You need a booth.
1: In the yeah, back. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Traitor's booth. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, um,
0: okay, so we've recommended our games. You've mm. told us what we could have won with. Yeah. What, which one? would you like? What, what hits the recommendation jackpot?
3: Suspense. <laughs> uh, I think that, you know, I don't want them to run away with it too far, but it, I think it's going to be Tranquility.
4: Mm. I think
3: just because it sounds really simple to set up, okay. I feel like I can explain it in a couple of minutes to my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of cooperatively trying to play that. So it's kind of replayable, but also, it it nearly loses on replayability. Just on my mind, I've not played the game. Mm. Um, I guess I hope I have the expansion packs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close between honestly all three of them because I like the sound of turning terraforming Mars, turning something mm. shit into something nice in mm-hmm. a time when we we're all sitting in a little hut or repelling people and having a bunch of variety. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that just sounds tranquilly. Just sounds super super easy, super yeah. quick to set up. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah, I think that's a it. think it's yeah. a winner for me. All right. Well, well done Stoked. Congrats,
0: Dickie, for the number two. <laughs> it's taking a very
2: early lead. Well, no, can we, really can, really can we catch up with this? Well maybe we'll get someone else in next week too. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> Knock okay. off the podium. Oh, no.
1: Bounce you. <laughs> Sorry. Off you yeah. go. We're too good at this. A week suspension, yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, with that, well, thank you so much for joining us on the on the podcast, Raz. Um much appreciated. Um where where can people find you? What what's mm. going on?
3: Uh you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Ravs underscore And live pretty much every day Sometimes I'm on the Yardscast Twitch channel as well mm-hmm. On the Yardscast YouTube main channels And yeah. Duncan's channel Just doing a bunch of stuff Check out my Twitter, Ravs underscore For updates on stuff And thanks for having me awesome. guys, I had a ton of fun Yeah, check yeah, out Ravs the streams, really stream all time. sorts of games All yeah. sorts of times It's yeah, always, but it's always good, a good pitch, chill, whatever. fun time I feel time. like a of variety. of mm. yeah.
0: Excellent, well thank you very much Have a good one Thanks all from us! (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye!